This is episode number 225 of the Middle Country Public Library podcast coming to you from PodFest 2022 in Orlando, Florida. I'm Sal DiVincenzo here with my fabulous colleague, Sarah Fade. Hello. And Nicole Rambo. Hello. So how you ladies doing? Good. Good. All right. We are here at uh, PodFest to uh, get the inside scoop on all the wonderful things that are happening in podcasting so we can bring it back to you. This is our first time back since 2020. Yeah. We kind of we kind of ran the, uh, we were on the edge of that wave. We kind of like ushered the wave in. <laughs> we just yeah, that flight coming back, looking back, a little rough. Yeah, it was a little There's rough. Little, one person on there. That yeah. had COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least on. Yeah, someone, someone did, yes. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so we're back in person, and it's nice to be back to see uh, some familiar faces here uh, presenting and also to, uh, like I said, get some uh, great information on resources that we can bring back to you. You know, COVID did slow some things down with our plans for our makerspace, for our media studio in the Center East Building. Uh, those plans are slowly coming to fruition and completion so uh, hopefully by the end of the summer we'll have some nice uh, announcements to make regarding uh, resources that patrons can use to uh, perhaps do their own podcasts right or video or something like that yeah anyway just a little bit of housekeeping before we jump into our segments this uh, episode's coming out in June so uh, Mm -hmm. when you hear this it will be June and next week Next Thursday and Friday is our summer registration, program registration, the 9th and the 10th. So uh, children and teen programming is on the 9th. That's a Thursday. Yeah. And summer one. So we still do um, summer one and summer two. I don't know if you ever ever did that. We we did, but we got rid of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we still do that. So just as you're looking through the quarterly, you're only going to be able to register for the programs the dates that have summer one next to it for now and then summer two registration will be in july just so you know sometimes it's confusing and you go to register a program and it won't let you and it's only because that's summer two registration that's falling under not summer one so just you know take a look at that when you're looking through the quarterly right good good idea uh yeah so that happens next week so if you have a middle country card you can sign up uh thursday for the kids and the teens friday for the adults and uh, if you are not a Middle Country patron, but you're not a district patron, and we have a program that's open to the public, that'll be 10 days after uh, on the 20th. So, that being said, let's jump right into our segments. Uh, Nicole, what are you going to talk about this week? Yeah, so, Sal said we're in Orlando. I think you said that, right? I did say that, Okay, yes. yeah, <laughs> I was paying attention. So, we're by a pool, which is real nice. Um, several pools, actually. So I thought it was a good time. There's also a lot of kid, little kids running around, which is great. They're having a fun time. But I thought it was a good time to talk about water safety again, which I think I did once in the past. But um, did. well, you know, all on island as well. Pools are opening up. The beach is opening up. People are going. You know, so it's always a good reminder um, for water safety. You know, for children in particular, but adults as well. You know. So this is some tips for children under four. Just you know, some facts um, as I go along. Drowning is the single leading cause of injury-related death among children ages one to four and kills almost a thousand children per year. So, that's not good. Yeah. Um, Most drownings in kids four and under happen in home swimming pools. Researchers looked at child drowning deaths and found that nearly 70% of the children were not expected to be at the pool that they were found in the water. You know, oh. so like the fa- it's not like it's pool time with the family. You know, you might be in the kitchen cooking or cleaning or doing something, and you know they just run outside. You never you didn't think that they were going to be in the pool. 
46% of the children were last seen in the house. Um, you know, so it's just the, some of the tips are when children are expected to be in and around water, close attentive supervision is most effective at preventing preventing drowning when children are not expected to be in or around water four-sided fencing is the most effective strategy to prevent drowning i thought there was a law there's there a some, law in brookhaven right in Riverhead, yeah. yes yes yeah. child-proof doors to the home so that determined little hands can't open them that's what it says if a child can't Aww. be found check pools and hot tubs first and i took a training once on like finding missing people or whatever and like so this kid went missing in the woods it was like the woods and then there was like a pond area and it was like regardless you always check the pond because the kid could survive in the woods say but if he drowned you know what right. i mean it yeah. was in the water so you always check the water first no matter what uh. um so check pools and hot tubs first again the fencing that's like not climbable you know what i mean so try to make it like not like a chain link or whatever you know um something with vertical slats and then another fact was 27% of drownings among children aged four and under took place at home of a friend, relative, or neighbor. So, you know, especially if their kids aren't used to being around a pool, like you don't like have a pool at home, so maybe they're not sure of how dangerous it is, like you haven't set that up, so just be careful if you're somewhere else with a pool. They're silent, uh, you know, drowning is usually very silent. It's not a lot of splashing around mm-hmm. like you might That's see, right. you know, yeah. especially with kids. So. You know, make sure someone's watching at all times. If you're having a party, I know my aunt, you know, was always really good about like anytime she has a party with more than just family, like she hires a lifeguard, which, you know, I mean, I don't know if you have the money for that, but you know, a lot of teenagers kind of do it for work in the summer. So you might be able to find you know, yeah, a, a deal. friend, yeah, get a deal. Yeah, you know, has a kid that's doing that. So that's nice. Uh, suggest uh, assigning an adult to be a water watcher. And again, someone who's not drinking you know it's a barbecue where there's drinking and stuff you know maybe someone that's not drinking someone that's not like on their cell phone um designated watcher yes a designated watcher um and children can drown in as little as two inches of water that's scary yeah that's the most scary part of it yeah so you know empty water from buckets and other containers use toilet locks to prevent the drowning of toddlers don't leave the kids alone in a bathroom or in a bathtub you know especially Swim lessons can benefit children starting around age one and may lower drowning rates. I know my cousin, she um, she did the one, the like crazy one where you like, not crazy, but you know, it's, it's a little hard to watch. You like, th- the, the person like kind of throws the kid in the pool. That's, yeah. And, they, like, fl- and like, he is the, mo- like, he's so good. Like he really is. Like, and it's, and she, my cousin was like a, a swim instructor and everything. And she even said it was hard to, I mean, don't throw the kid in, you know, it's like yeah. training, yeah. but like they have him go in, in like their winter clothes. Like, so they have him go in. Oh, that's crazy. And, yeah. Yeah. And like all different kinds of clothing and everything. So they get used to it. And it's really, it's, it is shocking to watch, but you know, it's obviously so much safer. You know what I mean? So it's, you know, if you can look into that, you might want to. So there's some of the big ones, you know, especially for pool, pool safety. And then there was another one for beach uh, safety, you know, and this is even um, just being out in the sun. So they recommend like having the appropriate apparel, especially for babies and their skin so sensitive, you know, so make sure they have the, the UV protected and stuff on a ton of sunblock evenly distributed, you know, sometimes you like miss a spot <laughs> yeah. that was like little zebras, you know, yeah. so make sure you have the right amount of sunblock and you put it on right and just checking the beach conditions like Riptides and strong currents and stuff—they—they mm, mm-hmm. they get adults. I mean, adults. That's why I won't go to the beach. Yeah. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, that scares oh, me. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. I, like you just have to watch, you know, and um, and make sure there's always a lifeguard on duty and stuff, and just, find you know, find my body on Nantucket or something yeah. like that, <laughs> and just you know be careful. So those are just some of the tips from uh, there's a doctor, uh, yeah, a pedi- a pediatrician.
Yeah, Great. so it's some water safety well, advice. Excellent. To know. Yeah. And we'll put those in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Nicole. Sarah, mm-hmm. we're in Florida. Yes. What do you want to talk about? Uh, well, I will talk about some Florida facts from Culturegrams. Oh, nice. Cool. Culturegrams, yeah. yeah. So Florida is known as the uh, Sunshine State. and uh, Although it's raining right now. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, uh, can you guess what year it was established? Mm. Oh, I just, I just bought a, a hoodie that has the year. Is it 1854 or 1845? 1845. Oh, oh yeah. nice. Okay, so these are some fun facts, Eddie. Not so fun, but more people are killed by lightning in Florida <laughs> than in any other U.S. state. Standing under a cabana. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, Gatorade was originally developed by researchers oh, yeah, yeah. at the University of Florida for its athletic teams. Yeah, go Gators. Guess how many species of mosquitoes live in Florida? Oh, a million. That's a lot. Um, <laughs> like 860. 80. Eight up. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Florida had the biggest bald eagle nest in the U.S. Maybe that was the bird you saw the other day. Remember, you're like, what's that big bird? Yeah, it was really high in the sky. And I was like, it's a, a bird. Yeah. <laughs> Very helpful. Maybe it's the biggest bald eagle there is. Um, so guess how big the nest was? 50 feet. It was 10 feet wide. Oh, wow. And more than 20 feet deep. Oh. 20 feet deep. That's yeah, crazy. That's big, right? Uh, well, you can go swimming in that. I know. 20 feet deep. Uh-huh. Yeah. 1981, a sinkhole in Winter Park grew to more than 1,000 feet wide. Wow. Yeah, they do have sinkholes here. Yeah, when it sunk, it took a house, part of the neighborhood pool, and several cars with it. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Well, the water table is, like, really, like, we could probably start digging here. The water will come up. Yeah. Uh, In the Everglades National Park, which you don't want to get lost in, a 13-foot Burmese python swallowed ready guys a six-foot alligator hole and then exploded oh my god and then exploded because the alligator probably opened its mouth what about those lizards over there we have some lizards oh, we have two know. lizards have just uh come into the studio here this uh oh, <laughs> that's our favorite. i love the li- oh, oh it's got a flap it oh it's got like a flap one of the yeah, ones one of Jurassic the ones. Park. yeah but a baby one yeah it's going, very cool can i fit that being a in baby my mouth? blue right isn't it seen blue in jurassic park <laughs> yeah uh that's uh that's not those blue is the um velociraptor velociraptor oh. that's something else oh everybody can not see what we're seeing but there is a lizard who popped its head up here and is listening to us record the podcast this week yeah. yeah. So we have two listeners. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Give us your um, notes at the end, Lizard. So I'm sure everyone might know this. I, I'm not good with state capitals, but the capital of Florida is not Orlando. No, it's, it's Mickey Mouse. No, Tallahassee. Okay, okay, Sal. It's for the <laughs> listeners, but yeah. <laughs> uh, the population is 21,781,128 people. All right. Wow. It's a lot. And uh, it is, Florida is 65,758 square miles. Nice. All right. Yeah. There's uh, some fun facts that when you go to Florida on your vacation, you can right. just say this. Yeah. People, they'll be like, okay. And that uh, database that you trivia. used was? It's ProQuest Culturegrams. Culturegrams, which is one of my yeah. favorite databases that we have here at the library. Yeah, yeah so, it's a great one. Yeah. It's, it's good because it's good they have like adult stuff. They have like a little bit higher level stuff and they have really good kid stuff. So Exactly. Yeah. And see. stuff on international, uh, all, the, all the countries are in there. So. And I think uh, it has a food. Uh, hold on. Yep, they do. Does Hold have on. a food resource component to it? Yeah, yeah, but not, not this a one. DoorDash component. Ready? Recipes. <laughs> oh, Florida recipes. So ready? This is what they think you should make when in Florida. 
Mm-mm. Spicy Cuban chicken. All right. Nice. It sounds delicious. Key lime pie. Okay. Of course. Okay. And, and that's orange. It. Oh, no. Orange related. <laughs> orange juice. I've been drinking tons and tons of orange yeah. juice. That's right. Yeah. Orange juice. Yes. Yeah. The fried so. chicken's been pretty good here. Mm. <laughs> so. I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. So that's it. Very good. Thank you, Sarah. You're welcome. And oh, uh, no. think, wow, that lizard just jumped away. Oh, there he is. Okay. Oh, he's a big one. Anyway. Uh, Sarah's going to take a picture of it. Maybe we could put it in the show notes. There she goes. Anyway, that's it for this episode. If you want to listen to older episodes or read our show notes, visit our website, mcplpodcast.com. Email us, podcast at mcplibrary.org. And if you're listening on YouTube, you know what to do. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. We'd love to get 1,000 subscribers by, let's say, Labor Day weekend. So uh, we're recording this Memorial Day weekend, for so we have the whole summer to get up to our 1,000 subscribers, and I'm sure that something special will happen if we do that, and YouTube <laughs> will give us an award of some sort. Probably not. Anyway, <laughs> they sent you a little card in the mail. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so if you can do that, we'd greatly appreciate it. So thank you again for listening. For Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo, I'm Sal DiMincenzo. We'll see you on the next show.